Welcome to Ask Maddie, episode 13. I'm your host, Maddie of Maddieology.com, and today I'm talking about how to handle a creative copycat. This is so incredibly important to me because you've probably seen it on Twitter. I've ranted about people copying people's creative work all the time, and it really, really gets under my skin. So I'm so excited to talk about this because it hit home last week. So let's get started. So do you remember when you were younger and maybe you went to school, you had like a new shirt or maybe you had a new toy and then maybe later on in the school year or maybe later on that month or even that week, you had a friend who came back with that same shirt or that same exact toy and it really, really got on your nerves. Yes, that's exactly how people feel when you copy their blog idea or their brand idea or something exactly the same. The thing with copying people is it's kind of like a thin line because, yes, we all know that there's no such thing as a new idea. So we're all very clear on that. Everything is inspired from something that's already been done before, especially at this time in history, right? But the difference between copying and being inspired a lot of times is credit and individuality. I think those two things are really, really important. If you want to be inspired, that's great. If you, I think the way you're, you, you're inspired versus imitating is how you input your own individual touch on something and the integrity of something. When something has integrity, it is very transparent, it's very honest, it's very, it has a lot of character. So those, those three things I think are really important when it comes to being inspired over being you know, an imitator. But we all run into this issue, especially if we're creative, we run into somebody being a copycat. So I kind of have a handful of things you can do to handle creative copycat if you just don't want this to be an issue anymore. So the first thing I would do is pay attention to who's retweeting and favoriting you on Twitter um, and just pay attention to even who's following you on your social media accounts. I know especially as your social media following grows, it's kind of impossible to keep tabs on every single person who's following you but if you notice somebody who is continuously like following you and continuously commenting on your social media definitely just you know pay attention maybe click on their url see who they are and sometimes you'll find that it's completely innocent and maybe they're just a fan and sometimes you'll find that somebody maybe has snatched some of your work here and there it actually happened to my sister last week and it was actually kind of crazy like this person had taken her entire about page and literally had like the same quote-unquote life story as my sister used the same font the same colors the same exact template it was kind of incredible how shameless this was and it was all because she clicked on somebody's url who retweeted uh, an article a post that she was featured in so you definitely just want to pay attention to who's retweeting you who's favoriting what you've got going on because they could be trying to trying to keep tabs on what you have going on secondly you want to google yourself and google your images specifically probably every two to three months i think this is really important because 
I mean, even from a personal standpoint, a lot of times people are taking pictures, unfortunately, and kind of using it for their own personal accounts and acting like they're you. So people could even be doing that with your work. So make sure you take the time to maybe Google your most popular image, the one that really got some buzz on social media and see if anybody else is using it or if it's anywhere and somebody is not giving you credit and maybe even acting like they created that. So I know some people like to watermark their images. That's personally not my style. But watermarking your images, especially if you're a makeup artist, a blogger, a graphic artist, that's a really great way to make sure somebody doesn't steal your work. I, however, don't care for watermarks, so I rather just kind of keep tabs on like Googling myself and Googling my images to make sure that nobody is stealing my work. Number three, you've got to just be clear on what the creative climate is. So not everything is copying. So if, you know, there's somebody that I bumped into and she happened to have great style and she learned that I had a blog and she didn't know what blogging was and she ends up starting a blog and like a month after we met each other, that doesn't necessarily mean that she's copying me because everybody has a blog nowadays, you know? Now, if her name was Mandy and she named her blog Mandiology and she used pink, white, and black as her template and using the same exact template as I did and she created a podcast named Ask Mandy, then yes, we would probably have a little bit of an issue there. That would definitely be more of a copycat situation. But people are inspired all the time. You know, I've been very clear when I started Ask Maddie that I was really inspired by Pat Flynn, one of my favorite podcasters, and my leak from Curlbox. They have amazing podcasts, and I learned so much from them. And I really wanted to share my journey with blogging and branding and I started it really because I loved listening to their podcasts. Now, my leaks podcast is called My Tachu and Pat Flynn's, you know, podcast is called Ask Pat and Smart Passive Income. Now, me and Pat don't have the same name. So saying Ask Maddie, you know, ask and a name being after the word ask, that's a pretty common thing. But I think like if I had started a, a podcast and called it Maddie taught you, you know, that would definitely be a huge slice of copycat cake, you know, as far as my leaks brand is concerned. So I think you have to be really careful about being inspired. And, you know, I think even with Ask Pat, you know, which I was really motivated by, I'm talking about something completely different. It's just a completely different climate, a completely different topic. You know, I talk about blogging mostly and really how to use that in the business sense. And he focuses on specifically entrepreneurship and what things you can do as far as creating passive income and and entrepreneurship because that is his focus. So you want to be sure that your inspiration, what you're inspired by, it really doesn't turn into imitation because you are putting your own individual touch on the thing that it is that you're doing. You also want to get a second pair of eyes on something because a lot of times we can be so caught up in what we have going on and we see somebody do something and they're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, they're totally copying me. It's so good to get a second pair of eyes, especially like fresh eyes, maybe somebody who's not necessarily in the same industry as you and just say, hey, I noticed this new blog or I noticed this new product. Can you take a look at it? Do you think that they're copying me? 
And sometimes that second pair of eyes will give you the clarity that you need. Sometimes this person is indeed copying you, so you need to take further action. And sometimes it's kind of like, ah, you know, I think they might have some similarities to you. But honestly, I just think that it's the creative climate at the time. Everybody who's a style blogger who lives in Atlanta isn't trying to be me. I'm completely and totally aware of that. You know, everybody who is a couple who happens to, you know, the wife happens to be a blogger. That doesn't mean that they're copying me and my husband with our podcast. It just happens to be the climate right now that a lot of couples with the wives who happen to be bloggers are starting. They're starting podcasts and that's completely fine. That's kind of where the climate is going in the podcast, you know, as my husband likes to say, the podcast affair. So it's okay, but you want to get those second pair of eyes just to make sure that you're pretty much not tripping and it's completely okay to do that. So if indeed this person is copying you and they're totally ripping you off and totally just taking your creative intellectual property, as I like to call it, then I think it's really smart to proceed with email first before, you know, taking things to another level. So it's all about being polite and just saying, hey, I noticed that as far as some brand originality is going, this isn't necessarily uh, original on your behalf. And you can make some screenshots and kind of show them like, hey, I noticed that we're using the same colors here and the same font here. And in your blog post, you said the same exact things here, you know, and say, hey, while I want to keep things cordial, I do need you to take this down within the next 72 hours so we can move forward and keep this nice and quiet. I, it's so easy to get, you know, hype and really like upset and caught up in your emotion and say, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go on Twitter and blast this person. And it's really not about embarrassing the person, but it is just making sure like, hey, not only is this not OK, but you need to rectify this immediately so we don't have this issue anymore. And hopefully you learn not to do this to somebody else. So my sister emailed this person and told her that she has 72 hours to switch this, um, you know, switch this site up because it looks exactly like hers um, or else she was going to, you know, take further legal action. And I think that's really important. And I, I love how professional my sister was and how clear on what it is that she wanted done. And she articulated it so great. And it was so clear. And it was out being rude, but it was very assertive. It was kind of like, this is serious, but we can get this done quietly. It doesn't have to become a messy situation. So you definitely want to email first. Now, after that happens, and honestly, you could do this just now as like a tidbit. I know I don't have this, but now after doing this episode, I'm probably going to go add one so I don't have any issues. But I would certainly add a disclosure on the site. Now, I always talk about, uh, not a disclosure, disclaimer, I'm sorry. A disclaimer is so important. So you're just like, hey, I have no problem with you using any of my work on here as long as proper credit is given. A lot of the creative sites that I visit have, you know, have that. And I know for me that I produce probably 85 to 90 percent of my own photos on Mattyology.com. But every single time I do not use my own photo, I always, 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 always credit the original source. Always. Even if I got it from Pinterest, I click to figure out where the original picture came from. I do not source Pinterest because Pinterest was not the original source of that. That came from somewhere. And it is so important to me that I do that because if somebody is doing that with my work, I want them to credit that appropriately. It's so incredibly important. So adding a disclaimer on the site 
is very important. And I think even adding a disclaimer, if you are using somebody's other work, that you're crediting them appropriately so they know not to jump on you and they can just check your posts and make sure that indeed that you did credit them appropriately. Next, if you've now emailed this person, they decided not to change up anything or maybe they've now gotten kind of, you know, they, they felt kind of froggy and they decided to leap and say some things on social media or respond, you know, rudely, then I wouldn't I wouldn't retaliate. I would just go ahead and get some legal counsel. I would send a cease and desist. I would definitely contact their hosting company, whoever's hosting their site or their online store or whatever have you, and make sure that, you know, they let them know like, hey this is not cool. They're taking my creative intellectual property and I would definitely like them to be shut down until they decide to remove that. And I would send like the appropriate documents or, you know, I would have your lawyer handle this. And this is definitely a time to get a lawyer because especially if somebody's taking your creative property and they're profiting off of that, you definitely need to handle that sooner than later. And lastly, listen, I don't want you to feel like you need to stop creating. I would keep creating, keep going, and know the risk. If you're going to be creative and you're going to have the nerve to be good at something, people are going to copy you. And guess what? That's just the, that's just human nature. That's just the nature of people. They see something work for somebody and they want it to work for them. I've been guilty of that before, not because I'm a bad person, but because I'm human. You know, you see something, you're like, oh, man, that worked really well. You know, I should do that. It. It's okay to be inspired, but imitating and taking somebody's pretty much creative work that they've probably spent hours on, and that's why it is so successful, and then trying to put your name on it the same exact way, in the same colors, in the same font, with the same template, it's just not fair, and it's not respectful, and it's not right. And so I completely welcome, and I'm completely all for being inspired. I am addicted to being inspired. I absolutely love it. However... You've got to keep the integrity and the individuality of being creative. That's how you avoid becoming an imitator. That's so important. And that's why it was important for me to do this episode today. Hopefully that's been helpful and hopefully hopefully that's clear. And if you've dealt with the situation or you've even found yourself being a creative copycat, it's fine. I think it's just about fixing it immediately. So I hope that's helped. I love hearing from you guys and getting your questions. It totally makes my day. You can definitely send your questions to askmaddie at maddieology.com with your name, city, and URL so I can give you a shout out and try my best to feature your question here on the podcast. You can also find me on social. I'm everywhere from Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. So I will talk to you guys next time. I really enjoyed doing this episode because... Like I said, this totally gets under my skin and I just kind of, it was, I guess it was a way for me to get my rant out on, you know, on audio. So hopefully I didn't rant too long and was helpful. And I'll talk to you guys here next time on Ask Maddie.